so great to have you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Kevin. It's a real uh, pleasure and honor to get to speak with you. Hi. Yeah, hello. It is. Uh, it's it's great to see all the stuff you're doing in the NFT space, man. I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm a fan. I've been collecting oh, since you it. first started dropping stuff, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been fun to watch this all unfold. I I but but I'd love to like start at the beginning, like um, wherever you want to start, ever far back in your career you want to go, or what got you excited about NFTs? Oh, It'd be fun to chat about it all. Okay, uh, so I've been looking at this space probably for about a year and a half before I sort of figured out what I wanted to do. I was annoyed by all my friends uh, nagging at me about this is the future, and I just didn't understand it until a friend showed me uh, the physically made me browse the attributes of CryptoPunks. And when I saw how the computer helped me to discern between 10,000 similar but uniquely different objects using attributes, I thought, wow, this is exactly like Solowitz, uh incomplete open cubes or any of his permu permutation or any of his generative art. And I, it was very clear to me that um, this is something I needed to engage with. I've been making conceptual art for years. It's kind of like a hobby. My main job is sculpture. Uh, I'm a world-famous artist in making sculpture exhibitions, but conceptual art is something that's always informed what I've done, and it's always been something that I've sort of aspired to, but I didn't really ever figure out a way to make it. Um, uh, you know, the one thing is about conceptual arts, it's very hard to uh, make it physical. That's why at first it, was, it wasn't even called conceptual art, it was called dematerialized art, like art without material. It's just a set of rules, instructions, mm -hmm. and like, you know, Maybe Yoko Ono is the most important artist in the space because she never really made any physical things, just instructions for people to perform performance art, I guess is another mm -hmm. word for it. But then when I saw CryptoPunks, I thought, okay, I got it. And I see how computers can help you look at 10,000 images at once, as long as you're willing to sort them by red mohawk and cigarettes or whatever you're I've been looking there. for. Yeah. <laughs> I've sorted many of CryptoPunks <laughs> in my days. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, and and then um, it took a few months to figure out a way to make something that was authentically mine. I mean, at first I was thinking about just doing an iPad drawing, but then I thought that's not really leveraging the power of the computer enough. And 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 the project kind of came together slowly um, as an authentic expression of things that I'd already been doing. You know, I've been launching rockets my whole life. And I've even been launching them. I mean, even just like three years ago, I did this piece called Five Rockets for Lower Manhattan, where I shot five rockets in the air um, and then caught, you know, recovered them to try and make a pentagram in on the corner of Grand and, and Center Street. I did a map. It's like a shitty pentagram, but it is five points. So I guess that's some kind of five-sided shape. And uh, that's no really conceptually different than from Solowit doing like uh, connecting all the dots of all the apartments that he lived in in Manhattan and uh, that overlay of the map of New York City and um, mm -hmm. and the shape that they filled out. John Baldessari, of course, another big influence. Um, but I think probably the big breakthrough was around the same time I started doing some deep dives with ketamine and LSD exploration. And I started to really understand I guess I've kind of known about it my whole life, but 
putting it together with my art was a big breakthrough about how there are other dimensions that we can't see right now and you access them, you can cheat them. You can, uh, mm-hmm. you know, drugs are but a window to what we can achieve through work. But mm-hmm. the, 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 I saw a window into other dimensions and I realized that, uh, the multiverse or metaverses, uh, are real. Um, they're populated by, by, um, you know, people who live in concrete bunkers and stare at screens all day, but those are real worlds. And, uh, you know, and I've become one of those people now and really, uh, it's just, you know, we make the world not the way it is, but the way we want it to be. And if you put enough blood and sweat into it, it becomes authentic. And I think that idea that I've been doing that in my sculpture for 35 years in this same room that we're sitting in now, but finding a way to use the computer for the very first time, I'm sure I use it for shopping and pornography like everybody else, but like at, at photography or whatever, but like to really use the computing power to generate art, um, was kind of a big breakthrough. It's the first time I've done it. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that, that is the, the, the easy thing to do would just be to fire up an iPad and do a, a sketch or something and, you know, put your name on it. The, the harder thing is to jump in and say, I'm going to work with smart contracts. I'm going to work on the assembly and construction of, of things coming together. Like that seems like a very ambitious thing to tackle for your first go. Was this your very first, yeah. was, was the rocket factor the very first thing you put out or were, am I missing something that you put out prior to that on the NFT but front? It, well, it's, it's interesting. Um, uh, yes, actually it is my Genesis project, the rocket factory, but the night, how do I say this? I was about to launch like five iPad drawings on with foundation and the night before, uh, uh, a friend of mine showed me we had that, that was, that was the moment when he showed me the CryptoPunks attributes and he's like, yeah, you could do that. You'll probably make eight or 20 ETH or something because you're a high profile artist or whatever, but you could build a whole world. And isn't that more interesting? And mm-hmm. so from that moment, it took four months, which is fast. I'm I, I, like the best team in, in the world, Aram and Charlie and NFT studios, like working their ass off day and night to like make it happen. Four months is really quick considering how really robust. Fast. Yeah. And, but we also work hard on our sculptures. It's the same values that I, we are, we're incredibly fast, but we also just don't sleep and we work around the clock. And that's part of it. The, the mania is like an adrenaline. It's a sports, it's endurance art. It's like running a marathon or something. So, um, uh, yeah, I really wanted to do a David Hockney drawing. You know, I, he, I think he's the best iPad artist out there and I have my like less good versions of it and I, I wanted to, but, uh, and, and I, and I may, and I may still, I, I love procreate. I'm obsessed with it. I draw every day on it and I've got tons of cool drawings. I don't know. And, and I do think that by the way, that procreate drawings or iPad drawings are authentic to computers. And I think that doing an NFT and creating like an ownership structure around one of them is really viable because anything else is just a, a a generate, there's a loss in generation of the output. Like, yeah, you can make a print, a digital print, but no, it's better on the screen. We all know it's better on the screen. So the NFT structure is a way to make it concrete, like very concrete and and native. So I, I, I will do that. 
uh, I don't know exactly how and when because I'm so like drowning in the utility and mania of being uh, my God state of creating worlds. I mean, this, uh, we haven't talked about what the rocket factory is becoming, but it's it like it, it, it just, it keeps growing. I'm, I'm, um, I'm really excited to get into this because this is when I first, um, I, I had heard of you prior to this, as, as obviously as a well-known artist, but then when I saw you were doing something in NFTs, I was like, okay, I got to get in on this right away. Um, I'm also a member of Flamingo Dow and we went pretty hard and, and, oh. and purchased oh, uh, yeah. uh, some of your, your rockets as well. I know, yeah. you know, a few folks over there as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, we lost so one of your I, rockets in, in the, in the Seine, but we recovered all oh, but really? the nose cone. Yeah, and it's it been it was donated to the museum. It's the only rocket in the museum that does it's missing a part. Are you so. still launching rockets? Because I have two fully assembled ones. I have an Atari, and I also have a Hello Kitty. Fully uh, assembled. Even Atari, even Atari Perfect, and a Hello Kitty Perfect. Yes. Oh, awesome! Yeah, well, yeah, you should sign up. We're doing. We've got um, uh. Actually, I would recommend that you sign up for the West Coast launch, which is coming. the next launch coming up, which is a May May seventh, and uh, we're going to do that in uh, Lake Lucerne, which is two and a half hours east of LA, which is a dry lake where you can drive your truck onto the dry lake, and it's just flat as far as the eye can see. We're going to launch rockets. Oh, and I think there are two other launches after that, but. Anyway, that's the one closest that, to where you are. Yeah. So just to bring people up to speed that are listening, yep. when yep. you first did the launch, um, and you you did that, you did individual components. So there was, um, if yep. people can't they can't visualize this right now, there is a a cone, a body, and a tailpiece. Um, I went in pretty hard. I actually got two of the Apple components, which were really rare ones, but I ended up. I ended up selling them because I couldn't get the middle piece. And so I was really <laughs> pissed that I couldn't get the middle. I wanted to have, I didn't want a Franken rocket. I wanted like the real, like full yeah. rocket. Perfect. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I wanted the perfect rocket. So you launches as NFTs or individual components. And then you do this really fun mechanic, which was you could actually assemble them and create either Franken rockets, which were like a combination of different attributes um, or perfect ones, which like in the example of mine, has an Atari nose, Atari body, and Atari um, tail section. Do I have that right so far? Yes, perfect. Yeah, we we call that come burning, where you take three NFTs and you can burn them into one. And then when that happens, now that you have this option of signing up and saying, I want this to be physically created and launched. Now, does the actual rocket itself, then the NFT get burned if I launch a physical or how does that work? No, so you um, after you assemble the rocket, you have a, you have an option to launch it, and when you launch it, uh, you pick a date on the calendar, and then I physically build that rocket, the Atari Perfect rocket, and launch it, and then you have to choose: do I ship it to you, do you donate it to the museum, or do you elect to have it shredded? Uh, and you have to make that choice, and so. Uh, only a hundred people will be allowed to donate because we're doing a big cabinet. It's like 10 feet square and it's being, and that in turn is being donated to a, a major international art museum. And, uh, or people, you can have a, the rocket sent to you in a little glass vitrine, plexiglass vitrine with a wooden base. It's really nice, like a sculpture, but the NFT 
the video of it launching and the physical rocket all exist together. These are not three things. This is kind of one thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, however, but it is worth mentioning if you decide to sell your NFT, um, you still keep the physical rocket. Or if you do the right thing, you give it to the next person, but I can't enforce that. So I, I can let that be a little anarchistic how that shakes out. Um, it's really just for the assembler. Yeah. Gotcha. Very the cool. Well, were you, yeah. The thing I was worried about when you first came out with this is like, oh man, Budweiser is going to sue him. Or I thought when you did the Tiffany one, I was like, there's no way Tiffany is going to be cool with you putting Tiffany on the side. But I guess you fall under yeah. that. Like this is a, a parody type rule. Like how, how did you navigate that? Did you actually work with the brands? I can't imagine you worked with all those brands. Did right. you? Well, y- yes and no. I mean, so people ask, where did these, these brands come? These are the brands of my life. So parody is actually the right word, but it's not parody like um, where you're making a joke or something. Parody is a, also weird. The word, I think it's spelled a little differently, but the, the word legally means um, I've been working with Tiffany's and McDonald's and Budweiser brands for decades. So they've had plenty of opportunities to sue me or stop me before. So if it goes to court, I, there's this thing called parody, meaning like uh, you had your chance to sue me many chances and you didn't take it. So, you know, go fuck yourself or something like that. <laughs> I think, I think, but I guess, I guess, but, but the, 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 the point is that a lot of these brands I have relationships with. So, yeah. you know, LVMH who owns Tiffany bought the Tiffany rocket, Budweiser bought a Budweiser rocket. We went to St. Louis, we launched there and, uh, they made the, their avatar, um, uh, uh, you know, we have a relationship with Nike, Hello Kitty. We've been making Hello Kitty sculptures for decades. So they were, these aren't random brands, but these brands are important to me and they define who I am. I, I love it. I, I love so, that, yeah. um, th- that it's, it's, it's funny to see how in some sense, like as a brand, you're not going to go out and sue an amazing artist. Like that's the worst possible PR move you could ever pull off in your life. Like that's horrible. Yeah. It's very cool that they actually said, hey, we're going to collect these and make these our Twitter profiles. I think Budweiser made one of your rockets, the actual Twitter profile. Is that right? Like that, that actually yeah, happened, yeah. which is great. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was. Yeah. I, there t- was a really t- fun- right now, t- Tiffany's pro- Twitter and Instagram profile is the rocket right now. Oh, that's awesome. One of the yeah. things that um, I thought was just hilarious, it's a fun little aside, is that I had people on the show and he had this... Um, he had this really massive penis that was being milked in one of his pieces of art. And in the background, the storage of all the milk was going into a Hot Pockets factory. And so Beeple uh-huh. said that he wanted them to actually pay them to stop using the brand. Like say, it's like anti-advertising where Hot Pockets would come and say, please don't put us into your art anymore. It's so <laughs> horrific. We don't want to see our brand. So he keeps using Hot Pockets and all yeah. of his like super gr- grotesque uh-huh. pieces, which is hilarious. Uh, is <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting, that's an interesting approach. Um, I, yeah, for me, I, I, have a uh love hate relationship with with status and money um you know it's 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 long lasting you can't really be a fair critique critic of consumer culture unless you're an active participant and um otherwise it's kind of like um 
propaganda. And I see like both sides of it. I think it's important. And that's what makes it art. Um, if it's just one perspective, it's like propaganda or, you know, it's got a, a given politic. And I think it's important that the, that the user or the viewer or the part, uh, completes the picture. You know, Louis Armstrong famously left out notes when he was playing so the mind of the listener could complete the song and mm. therefore build a greater connection to what was being heard. Wow, that's beautiful. I had no idea that was the case. That's amazing. Listen, you'll hear it on your first try. Pick a simple song that you know. That's awesome. Um, so we got the assembly, we got the launch of the rockets. That's, um, and, and one thing we didn't cover is that if you do launch it and you are able to recover it, you will still ship them the rocket, right? They can have the used rocket. Yeah, yeah. we have, we strive for and have achieved 100% recovery rate. And um, except for the nose cone of the Flamingo rocket, 99.99% <laughs> recovery rate. <laughs> and of course, it's like the Flamingo rocket too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but it's in the sand in Paris. So there's like a story behind it. That's, there's something to that. So what goes after that? What's the next chapter of this? So once you launch a rocket and we send it to you, or you like to have it shredded or you donate it, um, uh, you can then, um, claim, a first class ticket to the mothership and the, and the, and also, by the way, if you're a patch holder, you can get a coach class ticket, or oh, if you're cool. a rocket holder. Or if you're a rocket holder and you elect not to launch for whatever reason, you get a business class ticket. Oh, so interesting. And, and, and those tickets get you a uh, different treatment on the mothership. So the mothership is now in, er in earth orbit. All the rockets are getting ready to join. And the mothership, uh, uh, once it's all loaded up with whoever is going to go, and that's going to end on May 6th is the last day. Um, so please. Please, Kevin, even if you elect not to launch for whatever reason, claim your ticket. It's just, just claim yeah, it. Yeah, I have, but, I or will launch. elect to launch and I'll, I have, I'll have the other rocket join the mothership and it's virgin status. And then I have two patches as well. So take it, take advantage of all of those things. Get awesome. Because what, what you're going to get when we go to Mars is we're, we're doing a Mars mining mission and you're going to be able to bring back Mars rocks and, uh, coach class tickets bring back a quantity and unlaunched rockets bring back more and launch rockets bring back the most actually stickered launch rockets bring back the most oh interesting but so they're different class you know they can bring back a steamer trunk actually you don't even have to if you're stickered you don't even have to launch it's it's you know this endless gamification i could barely keep up with it all myself but you bring back Mars rocks. Why? Well, those Mars rocks get refined and the rockets get recharged and we go to other worlds. I love this. And, I love and, your, and, how and much fun you're having with this. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's, 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 it's really fun. And, and the other worlds, I can't say yet because we're going to, how do I say this? You know, we're, we're, we're exploring the cosmos and other dimensions. So, um, you'll have to wait and see, but, uh, uh, it's just kind of getting started feels like, and the so, importance is that we are rewarding our rocket holders. It's always like, if you have a rocket or a patch, it's all about you. Will there be multiple, uh, shuttles leaving, or is it just like your, is your one chance to get out into the universe? 
you've got one chance. In fact, today was the deadline, 420 or yesterday was the deadline, but we extended it to May 6th because uh, we didn't have it. Like no one was ready. It's it's everything takes a long time. I mean, the mechanics yeah. of this is slow and we're like understanding we're not going to be hard asses and we just move the date so that everyone can participate. I mean, like if we hadn't spoken, you might've missed it, right? I would have totally have missed it. There's so much yeah, going and, on right now. It's hard. And, I know. And, and you're not alone. So we're really trying you know, our, our discord channel talks about it, but it's a Twitter space. Like no one is getting everything. And we're really trying to get people involved. I mean, people ask me, Tom, are you crazy? You're, you're going to make a thousand physical rockets, launch a thousand rockets and mail them to a thousand people. It's like a nightmare project. And I say, yeah, it, it is, but it's not that we have to, it's that we get to, I mean, my, my work is my pleasure and it's, I'm, I'm so pumped when someone sends me a picture of, of this rocket in their living room. I mean, that's the, the work getting out there. And, um, I think it's, it, it's an honor and a privilege So. I love it. Uh, it's, it's, it's what a fun way. This is part of the reason why I also like building this space is because it's such blue ocean. It's up to your own imagination of what you want to go out and create. And you're like on the pioneering front end of this thing saying, Hey, this is the direction I'm going to take it is crazy or wacky or awesome as it sounds. It's up to you. And then you just get on board or not. Right. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a new material. I, I discovered yeah. porcelain, uh, a decade ago and I've been making ceramic tea bowls, um, for a decade. And my wife says for the first, she hasn't seen me this excited since I picked up ceramics a decade ago. And, um, I mean, we're, how do I, there's so many things like, I'm not even, I'm forgetting, like, you know, we, we have, you can do this Mars mining in, in your sort of like web three portal, but you can also do it in Decentraland. There's a go to our. Tom Sachs Rocket Factory in Decentraland. I think we have like the second largest structure in Decentraland and there's a POAP there. Go claim that for free. That gives you some special utility in Decentraland. That's going to be really cool. And then there's a date coming up very soon after um, May 6th, the mining mission will open and the, mi the, the Mars rocks that you get, we're going to open them up and you're going to see, and that's all happening in Decentraland. So you can see it physically happening. Will there ever be a time when I can refine enough ore from different planets that I could get a physical sculpture from you out of the, uh, refined ore? I don't know the answer to that, but I will say this. Your rocket is a physical sculpture, right? So, so there is one in the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. We're talking with a bunch of other museums about acquiring other physical rocks. So, but I, I mean, I, I, the, what you're asking really is about, uh, tokenizing Mars rocks to the point where it can get into other aspects of the sculpture. I would say I'm open to it. The, the you know, the issue really becomes about the complexities with tokenomics and it's, I, I stay tuned. I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't really say, I, I, I love that idea. The complexity of making it, um, right and fair and, and stable is, um, something they're always looking into, but it, it's, it's hard, but, but, oh, 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 but Aram's saying, but the rocks are definitely going to open up other worlds for sure. And to mark my words, rocks will open up other worlds. I love this. That's the, that's the, that's the quote.
do your do your uh, do your peers in this space when you think about the traditional art world, your collectors, people that you've interacted with over the last you know few decades in in building your brand is, is in who you are as an artist. Do people think you're crazy or are they like, oh, I'm on it too. I'm on to NFTs. Or do you have some collectors that are like, what in the hell are you doing? Like what, wh how are people embracing this new web three NFT world from the more yeah. trad traditional art side? That's a great question. Um, it's really mixed. So, uh, I thought that the art world would be more into it because it's interesting. The NFT space is being led by art and artists, but yet it's not like the snobby art world that I'm in. And also it's pretty clear that it's not always going to be about art. Like right now it's about art, but in a couple of years, it's going to be about real estate or banking or like, you know, everything we are all thinking. Um, all of my friends who are like investment dudes who like own a lot of like Bitcoin because they believe in it, none of them have MetaMask wallets or if they do, they don't really manage them. They're not really on it. Um, it's too hard. You know, and it is, I think it's, the it's prohibitively complex. Um, there's, I think a pretty small percentage of those people buying these rockets. I think it's more like a crypto community. I think there are mm -hmm. people involved, but I, I'm kind of surprised at how I'm not, I'm not surprised. I think that the, um, structural, uh, bar barrier, the bar of entries, uh, a little high in terms of, uh, time commitment. So either you don't have enough money. This is one of the biggest problems is you don't have enough money or you don't have enough time. It's hard to, it's like, and I think the people that are in this project have enough money and enough time to figure it all out. Uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's, com it's complex. And I, you know, I hope my God, like, you know, is Coinbase going to get their shit together to make it easier or yeah. is, you know, Ethereum 2.0 going to come out. So it's cheaper, um, uh, the gas and stuff. Um, you know, I, I just think this is, we're in, we're in like year one of, of, yeah. of this. I mean, I know it's been a couple of years, but it's year one where there are a lot of people involved. So yeah, people forget that in the nineties, we were scared to put our credit cards into a computer to like buy anything. Cause it was like, you were going to get hacked and it wasn't until, yeah. you know, a decade or so later that you were like, okay, Amazon can hold my credit card. It's okay. You know? So, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, we've got to, yeah. we've got some time until all these rough edges get sanded down, you know? But, you know, I, I had dinner with a bunch of investment dudes last night and they were all like super shit talking NFTs or like most of it's garbage. I was like, yeah, fine. Not mine. You know, mine's good. I'm sure everyone says that about theirs. Um, but like I, I say, you know, even country music's got like Patsy Cline and Hank Williams and Merle Haggard and Loretta Lynn. Like there's a lot of great artists in a genre that people like generally across the board deride. You know, they're right. endless. Dolly Parton, like it, it goes on and on and on. But, um, but yeah, there's a lot of crap. And, but that's true of any genre. It's true of contemporary art. If you go into the best gallery in the world, best gallery, you name it, I won't, you, and you say what's in there is terrible. You're going to be right. Like 85% of the time, you know, it's only 15% of the time that it's really worth it and, and, and the best galleries and at the shitty galleries, it's like 99% of the time it's terrible. Right. So I don't know. I think we, I think we just have to always look at, you know, look at the, like be discerning, find the best stuff you can in any genre. I mean, that's, that's what we do and make sure that, um, 
you know, when you're working on it, or I would make sure when I'm working on it, that we make the best of it. We make sure that the, what we do is awesome in every way and every, that the user experience is good, that the, that when we launch rockets, that it's fun and we like say hi to people and we meet and we talk about it. And every one of the rockets has a name that I've personally named. And there's a story behind every single one of those rockets, a thousand rockets. Um, I should also note that there are only 700 components left out of, uh, to be assembled, you know, and, and mm. August 1st is the end date. So no rockets will be launched after August 1st. We're kind of viewing that as the end of, um, this phase of what we're doing of the assembly and launch phase. Uh, we're not, we won't be launching rockets after that. Again, that's a year. We chose the Swiss national day as our August 1st, which is also when we started. So I think a year is enough. Um, so the, the, the project will continue and there'll be other utility, but in terms of the rocket assembly part. Gotcha. Okay. So people should definitely go, if you're curious to go assemble a rocket as soon as possible. My rockets are called the Necromancer and the Beowulf are my two. Nice. Um, nice. Necromancer and Beowulf. Amazing. Those are great names. And then I, I also have the uh, test flight crew um, patch and one that just says eight of eight. I don't know what this one is for. Uh, you assembled. You assembled the rocket right. on the first opportunity. So you were like, and everyone on that day who assembled on that day, we set a patch too. And we've done a few, I don't know, half a dozen patches to commemorate milestones in the project. And, I, I don't, you know, that's just like, I don't know. I, I love the patches. Um, I, you know, we have patches on, I got my 10 bullets patch right here. Um, so that, that, that's a special patch. That's, that's, that's rare. That's, that's, that's meaningful. You earn that it, patch. Is it too late to apply it to my rocket? Like, is that those days are done? Um, uh, too late to apply the patch to the rocket. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. that no, you can't, you can't apply patches to rockets. That's more for your wallet and for your identity. Okay. But, um, and same with the test flight crew, uh, patch, the blue one that you have, these just buy you utility and access. For example, in the web three space in the web three store, um, we have certain project, we have a one of the other companies that the studio has is this like web store. We sell like books and zines and, and t-shirts and stuff. And some of the projects are gated and only available to rocket holders. Like we have this unbelievably cool Dyneema Fanny Pack Pro that's only available in white and only available for patch holders or rocket that's holders. That's amazing. And, 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 oh, 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 it's, it's, it's yet to be released. And there aren't that many of them, but now, you know, and. And I, so that's like only for, and I don't, we, uh, yeah. So that's only for our community. And as you know, I don't know how much you know about it, but we're like, also one of the other things we do is we make sneakers and, and stuff. And, um, we, that's, that's why we're in Portland sometimes and our sneakers are really sought after. So there'll be some utility very likely associated with some of the rockets. And I can't say which ones. Did that's I say too cool. much? Okay. But I, I think that's what's really fun about this. And that's where this will clearly go way beyond the world of art. Because what's cool about the NFT space and Web3 is that it's really about the art of money and commerce. Um, and it doesn't shy away from that. And 
giving people different access based on their identity, like in Minority Report, where it's walking down the street and they know who he is, so he, they advertise to him. Um, this is a wonderful opportunity to do this with transparency. So I think, who knows what it'll turn into. It might turn into a, a dystopic nightmare like Minority Report, but for now, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's and, a ton of and fun. It's, and it, and it's, as hard as it is, it's uh, it's doable. You know, this is all DIY stuff. This is the last time I felt like this was in the late 80s when I was involved in the American hardcore punk scene. And you'd make your own band and make your own record label and print your own records and go on tour with your own van. And, and you know, it's all about payphones. And, and out of that, you know, hardcore punk, a, a, a uniquely American spinoff of punk rock was, uh, developed and it lasted from the mid eighties until Kurt Cobain's death. Did you ever uh, get a chance to meet Henry Rollins? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I remember he kicked me in the balls once when I was on stage and in, or he was on stage and I was like rushing onto the stage in Troy, New York. And he like flail and punch and like got me right in the nuts and like I fell off the stage. That's how I met Henry Rollins. <laughs> That's a great Henry Rollins story. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm he's, sure he's it happened to him every badass. day. <laughs> he's awesome. I mean, he's I mean, he's a huge hero. Uh, I love I love Henry, and he really I thought that he really brought Black Flag to the next level. Oh, for sure. I mean, the number yeah. of Black Flag tattoos I've seen on people at shows—it's just like what an iconic logo that is. It's just yeah, insane. It's, no, it's great. I mean, that whole time was, but like this, this time feels like that. You know, I, I've been an artist in Soho in New York City for 35 years. And I never was attached to an art movement because that what I'm explaining was like in high school, you know, yeah. I was, I was like living, living with my parents then. And like, I have not been attached to an art movement even once, not even close, but now I feel like I've met my people through hmm. this space. And, um, and the, and they're called nerds. And I, and I consider myself one and I'm proud because I feel like a connection and also the amount of generosity and sharing of knowledge and help. Like the, I, I, this project has been made possible by, you know, the, not just our devs, NFT studios, crypt, crypt uh, voxel architects who are geniuses. They're like the best in the space, like, but all the people along the way that have like advised me and have helped me and have like helped me to, um, you know, people in Flamingo who have like just given me advice. I remember early on doing a um, Flamingo podcast and I was getting like the third degree, but it wasn't feel like the third degree. It was like, they were helping me refine and define my idea. And the mm -hmm. questions they're asking me helped me to think about things I hadn't considered. And there was a there, there continues to be a kindness and generosity and, um, that's, uh, you know, that's, a, 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 and fairness. And I've heard all these stories of people getting hacked and people banding, we got hacked and turf NFT, uh, our, 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 our discord, like we had to shut it down because it got hacked. So turf NFT loan, loaned us, loaned our community there discord channel so we could work together with our community to repair everything like a it's different amazing. project you know incredible it's like it reminds me of like uh life on the water boating 
you know, when everyone's on the boat, you know, you help people out because you got it because the, the consequences are death. Yeah, it's it's so true. <laughs> we, I, yeah, we we are on open seas. <laughs> It it is it is the wild west slash open seas all those things. It's, yeah. it's but it, yeah. it it does have a sense of we're in this together. It's early. Let's figure it out together. Kind of vibe, which I which I definitely love. Um. So yeah. what are the tell me you know in terms of where this is going from here? Like what what's yeah? How can people get involved today? And then where do you see this? You know, I I hate things that are more than six months out because this world is changing so fast, but. You know, yeah. what, what, what's kind of like the way someone could jump in now? And then also, yeah. can you give us a little hint of the future? Yeah, sure. So um, the first thing, if you have a rocket, assemble it now and select a launch date. And if you don't want to do that, at least claim your, claim your, your ticket to the mothership. Um, that ticket will get you a Mars rock. And if you don't have a ticket, you don't get a Mars rock, you'll be able to buy them hopefully cheaper because I, I, our project was too successful and it was too expensive, but we want people to be able to get in on getting the Mars rocks and the, um, which will get them access to the other worlds that will, the information will be forthcoming. And then when those, uh, that, and that we're calling that phase three. And uh, in, in a way, the Mars rocks really are, are a vehicle towards phase three, where we'll be exploring other worlds and i don't mean to be cagey but the real reason is between now and when it mints things change so i don't want to yeah i don't want to well plus you it's know, part connect, of the fun of the excitement of the unveiling yeah. right like that's that's cool yeah. too yeah um i think so and it's also like this is all moving very quickly i, I mean i'm an artist and that 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 moves fast when i build things in 3d and it's no different here um and but i my my main goal always is to over deliver um because that's just the most rewarding thing. And when I am involved in a consumer experience and I am met with over delivery, it is just, it's just so thrilling. It just feels like love and there's nothing like giving. It's the best feeling and making people happy. I mean, all the stories I've gotten about someone on the, on the drop claimed a NASA part at the height of the market and use it to pay off their student loan. Mm -hmm. Another guy, quit his job because he's got enough money to start his own company for for four people do that people thanking me and hugging me because it changed their life i mean that's great that's what it's all that's wonderful um for me the thing that i'm using this project for is to continue to learn to educate and entertain myself i so want to tell you about my ideas for phase three and phase four even phase four is what i'm really excited about because it involves me getting to go back to school in a subject that I'm really interested in, um, that I kind of, uh, I put to the side when I got into art, but I, I'm like, I was pretty in interested in this other field of study. So I'm going to get to explore that. Hopefully if phase four works in the direction that I, that I think it's very likely to, um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that the thing that really excites me about this is I feel like this project is um, bubble proof. And that's like, if this whole thing collapses, it doesn't change anything. You know, you, it, we are still going to launch and deliver all of these rockets. And we're yeah. still doing everything in phase two and, and phase three. And if it works, phase four. Um, that's just what makes it fun. And that's my whole job. Like most people, 
most people. I'm one of the lucky few people that uh, gets to do his retirement job his whole life, right? I make shaker furniture in the garage or sculpture or whatever. And that's like the greatest privilege. So I feel a sense of responsibility to bring that to the world and to teach about it. I think that's why we did this project called ISRU in C2 resource utilization during um, the depths of COVID where we did weekly art projects with people in the community. Like I would, I would teach and people would participate. And I think a lot of this, this project comes out of that. And a lot of the people involved in this project we met during ISRU, which was an Instagram project. And I, I think these ideas are going to continue and find their, their tentacles into other aspects of the work. Uh, there's a thing right now that working on the studio that's really not for the public because I got to develop it more, but I'm calling it the plywood metaverse where I'm starting to make sculptures about all this stuff that's where there is no direct utility connected, but some of the, the lessons that I've learned from Mars mining, mining Mars rocks, I'm starting to bring back into my sculpture and connect with ideas that I've been working for 30 years. So there's an organic interwovenness that, um, that is um, profoundly rewarding and, I, and, and unstoppable until I am stopped. That's awesome. Or, well, if, or until, until I'm no more. Until you're no more. Yeah. So, so Tom, TomStacksRocketFactory.com is the place to go. Um, there'll be links to OpenSea there if they want to go out and purchase one of these uh, before it's too late. And yeah. um, any other things, URLs or anything we should mention, or is that pretty much the, the home for all of this? Yeah, uh, TomSacksRocketFactory.com is the best. Our Discord channel is is good. Um, all of our announcements are on Twitter, so that's maybe an easier place than Discord because, and that's, uh, Twitter is at TSRocketFactory. And I would, I would, you know, for, you know, for you, just because having the Discord's, you know, uh, a, lab a Byzantine labyrinth, um, Crypto Twitter like has all the basic stuff. You won't miss anything if you follow that. Um, yeah, that's easier. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, and and but the hard dates. Uh, you got to claim your ticket by May sixth. Got to do that. And I would encourage you to launch your rockets if you want to experience that part of it. Well, I'm on it right now. I'll do it the second we get off this call. So okay, <laughs> done cool, deal. Cool. Awesome, um, Tom, awesome. Tom, you're an absolute legend. Yeah. Thank you so much for, yeah. for coming so on the fun. show and, yeah. and sharing this. It's uh, yeah. it, it's going to be fun to watch this unfold over the next cool. few years. Cool. Oh, Kevin, one last thought. It, no pressure, but if you ch choose to donate one of your rocks, one of your rockets to the museum, there's a little plaque and your name can be on it or your oh, that's amazing. or whatever, whatever you want on that. And so you'll be part of this and I'm encouraging my friends and anyone really, if they want to be part of a larger piece in posterity, that's another, if you have multiple rockets, that's kind I'll of do a it. fun thing. One of them's yeah, going, yeah. I'll, I'll probably do the Hello Kitty. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, that's Atari, the, the Atari thing. one's more my jam. I like the Atari. So I, I think I'm going to yeah. keep that one for myself to have that back in my, yeah. my office here. Oh, well, awesome. that's awesome. I'm. Yeah, cool, man. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I hope we can continue the conversation. If you're in LA on this, seventh aram is that the, the launch is on the seventh you know come and join us and maybe we'll see you in portlandia yeah that sounds great uh or i'll come visit you in new york either either way it'd be fun absolutely to hang. love to show you what's going on here in, in, in rl fantastic well thanks for being on the show okay. thanks thanks for having me 
right, that is it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you would like to help us out, head on over to proof.xyz and click on the reviews button at the very top and leave us a five-star review. Thanks so much. Take care.